Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to our uh, segment on dream interpretation. Uh, please note that while the platform is dream interpretation, a spontaneous reading may occur. Uh, whatever information is coming through, I'm going to want to deliver to you because the goal is to help. And uh, there's no point in limiting it to a dream if there's additional information that might be of use to you so that you can cultivate peace in your life. Today's segment, again, is brought to us by David A. Dunn, author of Get Life Right, 10-Minute Reads. If you're interested in helping get life-changing books into the hands of those who need them, please visit GetLifeRight.com for an opportunity to read free downloads and receive free books. Today, I placed three of them in my dentist's office. I shared them with the staff and invited them to read them, and they, which they started doing right away, actually, and they're going to share them with their book club and put them in the waiting room for people to enjoy while they're waiting for their appointment to begin and take with them. So the idea is to become a placer and put these books in public areas where people can enjoy them and take them with them and give them to college students, anybody who might need help in some area of their life. So meet me here each Wednesday and Saturday, p.m. Eastern, for live psychic dream interpretation segments. And please tell friends about it, share on your message boards and social media. I would like to uh, offer a special welcome to new listeners from dreammoods.com. I've been trying to spend some time there to help as many people as I can. And I understand that several people uh, plan to tune in today. So welcome to all of you. Uh, People have asked me how long each segment is. They're noticing a variance in the length of time the segments are on for. It depends on how much information I have to share in the beginning. Sometimes I have to prepare it. Sometimes I can just go off the top of my head based on what I worked on that day. But the length of the segment is determined by the number of callers that we have. So if there's only a couple, and I do understand that people are at work during the day, I know a lot of listeners tune in after work and in the morning as they're getting ready for work. Uh, Hello, Kelly, if you're listening. So... Uh, it just depends on how many people call in. I know a lot of people are embarrassed about some of the things they say in their dream, and I can only assure you that there's no need to be embarrassed that shocking images in dreams are quite common. I have seen so much over the years that you can't shock me. Um, I really understand that some things can be shameful, such as bathroom dreams and scenes in a dream where sexual activity with a person that you 
would never think to be with, uh, it can be very shocking. So if, if that's the case, feel free to call in. You can give me a fake name. You don't have to give me your name at all. Um, it's just friendly to know what to call you. But just tell me the details of the dream, and I'll do as best I can. And if I have to speak cryptically, because it can get very personal, I am getting into your subconscious mind. So I can speak cryptically. And you'll hear it in my voice if I say, if you know what I mean. And then that way I don't have to say it out loud, but you kind of get the message. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the phones now. Area code 720. You're up first, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm having a really good day. What is your name? What can I call you? My name is Ibitar. Oh, Ibitar, Hi. How are you? How are you? We've spoken before on previous segments with Joni Eisinger. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I did call your show when when Joni was on there. Right. Yeah. What can I do for mm-hmm. you today, ma'am? Uh, I was calling about a dream I had. Um, and in this dream, uh, this was about marbles. When I was a little girl, you know, I grew up with my brothers and I used to always want to shoot marbles with them. You remember those nice glass-colored marbles? Absolutely. And, uh, okay, in this dream, this person was standing there, and these marbles, I don't know where the marbles was coming out from, but I could see where they went into. And it was just like, it was like a container, and it looked like it might have been plastic. But as the marbles dropped in there, all the colors the same colors lined it lined up with each other. Okay. So I'm looking at I'm looking at all these marbles that went into this, you know, visually, but all the colors, like whatever color it was, they weren't scattered. But all the colors they lined up with each other when they went into this casing. Okay. How many people how many other people were featured in the dream? It was one person. He was a man, he was standing there. Okay. Did you recognize this man? No, I didn't. Okay. So he was not familiar to you. And was it daytime in the dream? Yeah. Okay. Feels like daytime. This is really good. What I feel, Ibitar, is happening is um, I think you're doing a lot of spiritual work. I, I understand you've had a couple sessions with Joni, correct? Yeah, I, I do a lot of spiritual work every week. Okay. Well, this is this is basically telling you that you are coming into a beautiful state of integration on all levels, mind, body, spirit, and you might be feeling the effects because you might you might notice you're a lot more peaceful as you do your spiritual work and as whatever processes you bring into your lifestyle to do your work because the marbles obviously they're made of let's break this down. They're made of glass which which lends to clarity, okay? Inside mm-hmm. the marble is a beautiful color and it's um with a kaleidoscope feel to it. And that that gives me a sense of like beautiful energy contained within the glass mm-hmm. marble, okay? Now, when mm-hmm. when you shoot them, which is you did shoot it and you said it went into a container that appeared to be plastic? No, I didn't shoot it. The guy that's standing there Mm-hmm. I can't. I couldn't see where the marbles was coming from. It's like it's like I don't know if it was a table or what this was, but the casing okay. that they went into, you could see through it. 
you could see through it. And so when the marbles came out, they would line up. I never shot the marbles. I shot marbles when I was a kid with my brothers. But um, when they came out of wherever they were coming out of, they all the colors lined. So I'm seeing these marbles, different colors, but there was no color that was out of place. Like if it was green, all the green marbles lined up. They were in a line. Okay. They all lined up. They all lined up with the color, the, the same gotcha. color that they, yeah, were attributed to. Gotcha. Okay. I just want to be clear on one thing. You said, um, was it the table that's transparent? No. Goes- uh, I don't know. The, the other part, I don't know. I really didn't see. Like I said, I, I didn't see where they were coming from. Right. I get that. But but you all, said something all was see through. Uh, yeah. The see with the case. In other words. Wherever they were dropping into, it would see through. You could see okay, through. Okay, so the it. container that's was. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha you now. Yeah. All right, yeah. this all ties together really well because there's several references to clarity, and I use the word transparent because um, being able to see through something is synonymous with being able to see your way through a situation and seeing mm-hmm. how seeing the progress that you're making. So when the marbles go into the container and they all line up. That tells me that your chakras are coming into alignment. Light colors are with light colors, as opposed to being scattered. For instance, we can be very creative people, but if we shut down our creative center, which is the second chakra, and mm-hmm. perhaps we, we start working so really hard, really hard, and deny that side of ourselves, then we're putting all of our energy into the first chakra, which is the chakra of survival and work and groundedness and all of that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes Mm -hmm. people in a relationship, because emotion is too difficult for them to process, they have a fear of intimacy, they can process Mm -hmm. heart energy with their partner. They tend to move it to another chakra, like the third chakra, where they try to overpower that person, or the second Mm -hmm. chakra, where the only time they can, the the, the best way that's comfortable for them to process love energy is through sex. So, so you might, you know, and I'm just throwing this out there as examples on how the energy can, you can move it from one chakra to another and it gets processed the wrong way and then it presents conflict. But in your dream, this is telling me that all of your chakras are doing their jobs properly. You're processing heart energy in the heart center. Uh, personal power is com- seated comfortably in your third chakra. Creative energy is in, in, in harmony in the second chakra. You're getting really into full alignment. And you mentioned they're not scattered. They're all lined up. And that shows how you're coming into clarity of thought, clarity of emotion, and clarity of purpose. Does this make sense so far? Oh, yeah, I feel that, too. Even though a lot of things have manifest, but that's what I feel. Okay. This is like a congratulatory dream telling you about your progress. But I also felt in the beginning when you started with the marbles – a lot of times, like a symbol, especially when it's a personal symbol, it's, I may have a different perception of marbles in my life. I They always looked expensive to me, and I loved my marbles, and I, and I like to watch them roll and I like to watch them spin. But mm-hmm. you, when you started telling me about the dream, this is a fond memory from your childhood. Yes, right? it is. <laughs> okay. So, and then when it starts that way, that's an overall tone for the rest of the dream. So I think the reason marbles were used as 
the image for you in this dream, to get the message through you, was to approach it with the innocence of a child and make this process fun. Yeah. Have yeah. you been having trouble and maybe struggling with a few issues and trying to get over using spiritual methods? Well, you know, I don't I don't think it was it's been a struggle, but you know, I started writing this book and I put it aside. But I'm beginning to see why it was put aside and I hadn't been working on it because, like I said, I've been doing a lot of energy work on myself and mm-hmm. others have been doing energy work on me. And now I see, it's like yesterday, you know, part of the book, I was getting these inspirations on what to say, you know, how to organize. I think the priority was me getting my own self, you know, doing my own work first. Right. You know, preparing myself to do the work by making sure that I was doing my own healing work and, and you know, energy work and, and moving these things out of the way that's probably been hanging around, right. you know, since forever. So mm-hmm. that's what I, I've been getting um, because, you know, I, I wasn't disappointed, but I was I was. I felt like I was procrastinating because I, okay. just, you know, I just stopped. I just stopped altogether. Okay. But now I see it wasn't a procrastination. Well, there is there is a bit of a holding pattern because um, look at the look at a marble and you have that pretty color inside, right? And it also it also looks frozen in time. Mm-hmm. That little that colored stuff in the middle it looks frozen. Mm-hmm. It can't move. And so the mm-hmm. the marble being solid glass, you could take that as an aspect if you feel it fits in what in what you're describing as things that aren't moving in on the inside. Right. You can move them around on the outside. You can roll them and do whatever. But on the inside, that image is stuck. That concept, that idea, that experience is stuck mm-hmm. and immovable. Mm-hmm. And then this is a way of saying that you can um, go with the flow. And and soften okay. your approach and be childlike in your curiosity about what you can learn about yourself today. That was very helpful to me many years ago, where when I would learn something about myself and figure out what makes me tick and why I react mm-hmm. to things the way I do or why I process experiences the way I do and what frightens me, I... I learned to get excited with each new thing I learned about myself so that I could put the puzzle pieces together mm-hmm. and and really gain clarity on who I am and what I'm about and what my hopes and fears are and what my attachments are so that I could relinquish what needs to be let go and embrace mm-hmm. and nurture what needs to grow within me. Does that make sense? Right. That's what I've been doing. And that I did, uh, just a few m- moments ago I got... Uh, it's an inspiration, you know, an insight about something that I hadn't even thought about, and I got so excited. I mean, I was, mm. I'm was, i still excited about the idea. Okay. So that's what's been happening. I've been getting all these, like, visions and this inspiration. It's just, I mean, the creativity is just bubbling over. So I do know that I need to direct it, you mm-hmm. know, like you said, go with the flow and direct it in in you know, give it some type of direction. Yes. And that is represented by the man in the dream. 
He was not familiar to you. He represents mm-hmm. an aspect of yourself that you're not entirely familiar with or utilizing. Men in dreams represent um, the thinking self. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They they um, represent the thought processes, the way we work through a solution, assertiveness, mm-hmm. independence is big mm-hmm. with, with the male archetype. And let me get some other ideas for you. I just wrote an article the other day. Individuality, um, the masculine side of one's nature, whether you're male or female, we all have a female and a, fe- and a male aspect. They're the intellectual mm-hmm. and visual counterpart of self that perceives through mental processes. They utilize the five senses where women utilize the emotions and intuition. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they base a lot on their experiences and on facts. In, and there's a masculine element to manifesting one's creations which is really pointed here in your dream because there's a man standing at you. Marbles are coming from somewhere you don't know where, but they're coming. And so in that mm-hmm. respect, they could represent ideas, creativity, but I also want to move on to something else. Playing marbles when we're a child, we're playing a game, right? Mm-hmm. So now you have this male aspect who would have a very focused way to manifest something, where women would nurture it into being, a man just makes it happen. That's what that's kind of pointing to. Um, mm. But when it, when it comes to games, they can correspond to like life's challenges, like because of the aspect of wanting to win the game. There is an element of fun, but there's also that element of competition. That's the fun, mm-hmm. is where when you compete with someone else or yourself and you win, there's a sense of accomplishment, okay? Mm-hmm. It can mm-hmm. be symbolic of a group activity where do you need to work with someone to help make this happen or, or move along faster, or do you simply need to get a harmonious relationship going between your emotions about this creative project and your thoughts about it and get them together so that they can walk together and not go in opposite directions. Like our emotions can go in one direction and our thoughts are trying to see into the future and it screws us up and keeps us stuck. You know, mm-hmm. that's why projects wind up on a shelf because you, you have to hit some kind of wall of frustration because when mm-hmm. you, when you're working on something that you're passionate about and it brings you joy and inspires you, you're never bored. When we take a project and right. set it aside right. and, and put the priority on something else, there's something in that that we're afraid of or that we're bored with. Either way, it, it produces fatigue, and then we try to get away from it. And we say, and we can rationalize it with our thoughts, like the man in the dream. Maybe in mm-hmm. your mind you said, well, you know what? It's not that important. My heart says it is, but my but I have to really. Reprioritize what what's happening and get things done in the order that I want to do it, and put that to the side. And that's an intellectual decision, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So then, that is an even deeper meaning that you can consider for this dream. Um, games also talk of cooperation, teamwork, sportsmanship. Um, of course, winning and losing, um, finding a way. Finding a way to amuse and inspire yourself without stress, 
and it, mm-hmm. it, it exercises a skill, like um, perhaps with marbles, it, it's a skill of precision. And with the book, it's a skill of, of writing and, and pulling the words together to, you know, convey the message you want to convey. Right. No, but I mean, there's there's a whole lot. If you sit and think about games, you've got keeping score, which could be synonymous with holding a grudge, settling a score, which is leveling the playing field, um, and in in this case, because it was a childhood pastime, it might mean that you could go back to that time in your life and see what was going right and what was going wrong and how you can apply it to your present. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, we could talk about reaction, too, because when it comes to dealing with other people, every time we react to something someone does, like, they know when they got under your skin, and every mm-hmm. time you let them know they got under your skin, they get a point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, my brothers, they didn't really want me playing marbles with them. Like I said, I... I was the only girl at that time, and I used to want to do everything with them, whatever they were playing, football or whatever. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to, you know, to be there and be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they probably would let me sometimes, but they really didn't want. (laughs) You know, my mother definitely didn't want me on my knees playing marbles. You know, if she caught me, I'd be in really big trouble. Yes. You know, she I caught me on my knees playing marbles. Yeah, yeah I, used to, I used to play yeah. football, and I got in a lot of trouble, and she made me stop. Mm-hmm. Well, for two yeah, reasons. One, like one, they they figured out I was a girl, and I was getting tackled. And then, you know, they'd try to put their hand in a place where it didn't belong. And you know what I mean? And just, you know, so then there were these scenarios of, you know, Put me, make me be the player that bends over to to hike the ball, and then tackling. I'm like, wait a second, how come I'm the only one getting tackled? This is supposed to be two hand touch. And then I complained to my mother, and she was like, what? No, no, you can't play football with a bunch of guys. And I liked playing because I was competitive. I'm tiny and I was fast, and they couldn't catch me. So they wanted me on their team because I I played well. I know it's funny. It's, I'm so tiny that they would chase after me, and I would dodge them. And if they were running towards me, uh, they would have to. They thought they had to bend down a bit or stoop down to catch me. So I would just do a dive roll over their shoulders, land on the ground, roll, and stand back up and keep running and get the touchdown. So it was pretty comical. But you know, you need to do something with that. That is so funny. That's hilarious. What you my ever thought about? Story? Yeah. Oh, I got a bag of funnies. I don't know. Maybe I'll write an autobiography someday. But I, I but mean, yeah. like a short story, a short. I mean, that was so hilarious. Oh my God, that's, that's you funny. To, okay. You need, to, you, you need to do something with that. I well, don't know, you know what. what? Can... Here's what I'll do. I think that's a great idea. I will write an article. Mhm. Um, I, I I have a newsletter. I want to do Dream of the Week. And Dream of the mm-hmm. Month, and I also have a new project. I'm not ready to announce it, but I will be publishing articles, and I will write an article on dreams about games, patients of seeing a game, because I do a lot of dreams where people say, oh, well, I was playing tennis. I don't play tennis, mm-hmm. but in the dream I was playing tennis. But either way, there's a game in your dream. So mm-hmm. you want to look at um, the need to let go of past experiences, like with your brothers, the the feeling of being excluded, 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the, maybe with the book you're feeling like, okay, if I finish this, then I have nothing more to work toward. The game will be mm-hmm. over, and then I have the arduous task of putting myself out there in the limelight and saying, please read my book. What if I'm rejected? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's wow, just something okay. to consider. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because and, when and the game is over, it's very sad. And that's something that I had been working through uh, because I know a lot of the things that I'm going to say, um, and I'm sure people have thought about it, but they probably haven't verbalized it, or it's, it may seem like way out in left field, but I'm over that. I'm over that now. Because Good. that was Good. an issue. That was an issue that kept coming up. What are people going to think? You know, they got... You know, because it is it's not the no it's norm it's normal for people that, you know, are, are living in these other dimensions. But for the average person that's functioning in the three D, you know, and they don't even have a clue about these other dimensions, it can be kind of way out there for them. But sure. I'm over that now. Yeah, Good. I'm over that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was dealing with that. Mhm. We, well, we, we deal with those things so we can get practice on dealing with those things. And I found that once I got really used to it and figured it out and mastered dealing with those situations, they went away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there was nothing left to learn. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like we sometimes we there's patterns in our lives, and sometimes we run into the same type of personality, and in the end we mm-hmm. realize that that person reminds us of our mother or our father. And the, mm-hmm. the annoying aspect of our of our parents that just about some things about their personalities or the way they m- made their decisions just really got to us. And so I find yeah. that I run into people who, it's a funny thing, like I could ask them a direct question and they answer three questions I did not ask. <laughs> okay. And then I get this look on my face. But now mm-hmm. I can say, it's not them. It's my reaction to the way my mother would respond to to direct direct questions, and you don't have to take it out on the person in front of you. Forgive your mother mm-hmm. a little more, another layer, a little deeper. See her through God's mm-hmm. eyes, and now this person in front of you won't be so annoying. So that's what I have to do, because you know whatever's in front of us that is upsetting, and or that angers us isn't the problem. It's the first time mm-hmm. it happened. There's a source. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, it's like it's, it. yeah, exactly, yeah, it. some somebody's gonna come along to trip your trigger. Why? Because the trigger's mm-hmm. there. And once mm-hmm. you get over that stuff and really figure it out and embrace it and forgive it, then that magnet mm-hmm. that attracts those people dissolves and you don't run into those people anymore. So mm-hmm. that's great practice mm-hmm. that you know, I, I I caution people to Worry about what people think of you only in terms of reputation. Do you have a reputation for being a good person or for being sneaky and a liar? That, in that case, I I want people absolutely think about what others, how, how people perceive you. Because that's, all you've got is your name and your reputation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to creative pursuits and and living your life's purpose and being who you are and being and projecting the truest and most authentic expression of yourself, if you worried about what everybody thought, you'd get nowhere. That's right. You get That's nowhere. That's right. And you're and just giving like your power. Just ignore, it's not mm-hmm. like I can ignore this stuff because it's like in my face every day. 
you know, and, and it's, sure. like I said, I got idea after idea, and a lot of these ideas are not ideas that just sprung up. I mean, they've been there for years, but it's just like I, I've gotten to a point in my in my being that I really believe and I really know that I can really do this. It's not like I, I'm saying, well, can I do it, or I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm at a place where I know, not only do I know it, I feel it. You know, even though mm-hmm. these things have a manifest, I feel it in, in my whole being that they're going to manifest. I'm going to manifest these things. Okay. Whereas maybe ten years, ten years ago, it was just a thought, just just a desire. Yeah. And I didn't have, you know, that emotional part uh, of enthusiasm and belief and knowing that I have now. Mm-hmm. It, it was the passing of time, the wisdom we've collected, like to go back 10 years ago and look at who we believed ourselves to be, it makes me chuckle. Mm-hmm. You know, and then 10 years before that, oh, my God, you know, we do we do the best we can. So there are no mistakes, and it's okay for those right. ideas to sit. Sometimes Spirit gives us those ideas early so that we can get used to the idea until such time as we're energetically prepared to act on them. Mm-hmm. And and ah. be energetically prepared, not ready. I don't like the word ready because that in that kind of gives you a feeling of not being good enough. Mm-hmm. But when you're energetically prepared for the experience, on those levels, on I call them PEMS, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, they're mm-hmm. in more alignment to be successful in the endeavor because obviously <laughs> you're meant to do this. Right. But ten years ago. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have been the case. You would have tried and failed and not known why and given up. But because it mm-hmm. got time to fester in the back of your mind, and you can feel that it will manifest. You can see it. You can feel it. You can taste it. Yeah. And you yeah. know. And then all you have to do is meet your future self. Just walk towards mm-hmm. your future self and meet them where they are, and it will be right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's what I felt like that I had to do, you know, even though when I was consciously doing all this healing and, I mean, releasing and forgiving and all that, I, I didn't know consciously at the time that I'm preparing to do my work. I'm thinking that, you know, in my conscious mind that, you know, this needs to be done. It's just something I know I need to do. And as, when I started, it's like I got all this support from everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean from people that I have never met, you know, other than talking over the phone. Right. It's like, okay, you know, when I make one step, it seems like I had ten steps, you know, supporting me just from that one initial uh, taking a step to, you know, and it was like in, in each path, I felt like I was being divinely guided to different people. Always. You know. Yes, but yeah, when like it's, been, you know. it's a, it's a huge moment when you're when you feel from soul level that you're meant to do something, and and you finally stop resisting, or thinking mm-hmm. of reasons why you can't work on that right now, or you can't do this, or what would people think? All these different roadblocks you put up that says, mm-hmm. I just I just don't see myself that way, you know. Maybe that's at the basis of why we do those things. Um, but the moment you say yes, it's like. You know, all the angels are doing high fives and dancing and saying, okay, she said yes, let's do it, lay it on her, and then things fall into place. 
you meet one mm-hmm. person and then another, and then everything flows because you accepted mm-hmm. the role and went with the flow of the life plan, and everything falls into that flow with you, and it's like a magical dance, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think it, I feel it, I, I really feel it. I really yeah. feel it. That's good and stuff. I really go by what I feel. It's just like that's my parameter, mm-hmm. uh, what I feel. Even even though, you know, I'm just so connected with the unseen. And mm. so I don't have to see it to believe it. You know how sure. people say I got to believe it to see it? I don't have to see it to believe it. I know because I feel it. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm a believe it when I see it type of person. But I've seen so much, mm-hmm. I believe a lot. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of stuff. When, mm-hmm. But I also say on the flip side of that, sometimes to achieve the impossible, you have to believe in the invisible. Yeah. You have to trust that they are there. You have to trust. You know, and God's I trust, not going to sit you. down and have a cup of coffee with you. You have to trust them, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else I can help you with? Oh, wow. That was just so interesting. And I... You know, and I pulled up, you know, you know how sometimes I do have a dream dictionary, but it's packed down with some books somewhere. I don't even mm. know where it was. So I pulled, you know, went on the Internet and kind of Google marbles and dream interpretation, and they were talking about marbles, tops, and things like that. I said, well, that's not going to get it. And yeah. so when I saw your show today, I said, well, this is where I need to call today. Oh, to I appreciate that. that. Yeah. What, what, what's the name of that dream dictionary? It's not ten thousand dreams interpreted, is it? Uh, this is an older book. It's got a like a burgundy cover. I think it's the interpretation of dreams. Okay. Dream interpretation. It's that sounds dream okay. Interpretation. I just tell yeah. people I was I was doing a psychic party once, and offered to teach a class afterwards and mm-hmm. about dream interpretation. And I encourage people to, you know, bring their books. And and one girl says, oh, I forgot my book. Let me go get it. And I said, I really hope this isn't 10,000 Dreams Interpreted. And she comes back and says, here it is. And there it is, 10,000 Dreams Interpreted. And I I got really frustrated. And I told her why. And I I said, look up baby. Look up coffee. These are the things you want to do when you have a dream dictionary is is look Mm -hmm. up these things first. First, you want to look up baby, which is new beginnings. It does not mean you're pregnant. When when you're pregnant, you get different dreams. But babies are new beginnings, things that need to be nurtured, aspects of self that need to grow, that type of things. Coffee, in 10,000 Dreams Interpreted, it says that to dream of coffee means that someone soon will die. And it says that for, I would say, 98% of the symbols. And it's a big, thick book. Somebody mm-hmm. spent time on this book, but 98% of it says that somebody's going to die or something bad's going to happen to you. So once I got mm-hmm. her to see that it, it was not authentic information, I convinced her to put it on the fireplace, and um, we mm-hmm. burned it. But um, marbles aren't going to be in a lot of books. You know, it's, it's hard to get every single object on the planet in the right. book, but you can... Um, you can play with words. Now, some people mm-hmm. might go straight to uh, marbles. Oh, she's losing her marbles. Yeah, they might, <laughs> might they might put it towards insanity. They're like, if you used to play on words, you know. Like I yeah. said, with when when you're playing a game, there's a score involved. So are you keeping score? 
which is, you know, holding grudges. Are you trying to um, get somebody back, which is, you know, even the score. Look at the way we play with words in the English language. Right, right. You can always go that route if you can't find it in a dictionary. I, I, years ago I had a dream about an octopus and couldn't find it anywhere. Had to figure it out for mm-hmm. myself. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But it, it's always helpful to have a springboard from which you can explore your own yeah. mind and say, well, what does this symbol mean for me personally? And you want to go back to, what did you think of marbles? How did it feel in your hand? Mm-hmm. How did it feel when, when you were trying to be included with your brothers? And what was it like if you won and they lost? <laughs> was it... Mm-hmm. Was it worse, or was it better for you to let them win because you got to play, but you had to compromise? You know what I mean? And then how do we hide this from mm-hmm. mommy? You know? Right. <laughs> Were right. you always in a dress? Why did she not want you on the ground on your knees? Because they would get scarred up. They would, mind, oh. you know, girls, you know, girls, you know, our legs are out. So, you know, we don't want to be walking around with scars and scrapes and Oh. And, and things of that sort. And, and then, you know, like I said, it was a boy's game. But, you know, I did a lot of things with my brothers. I, I mean, eventually, I had an older sister, and she passed. And then mm-hmm. I eventually had a younger sister, but I was like, you know, I was almost out of high school yeah. know, by the time she came along. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's who was there for me to play with. That's, that was my preference. Mm-hmm. I preferred to be with them and do things with them. But, you know, the one thing, like with the dream interpretation, um, I had got to a point with the dream interpretation that I had to come to terms with, okay, because I would try to interpret the dream. When I got to a point where I couldn't interpret the dreams, I said to myself, you know, I was actually there. You know, I was mm-hmm. there in that realm, and, and that's how things really start opening up for me in terms of me being able to go into these other realms because I realize that I've been doing this all along in dream time. You oh, know, yeah. I've been doing it are all you, along in dream time. Are you talking so about after travel? Yeah, I've been yeah. You know, going into these other dimensions because it got to a point where I couldn't, you know, I couldn't just go and open up a book and find out what I needed to know I had I realized that I was actually there. Right. I was in that dimension with that person. I'll give you an mm-hmm. example. My husband passed away. I had a husband that passed away. I'm and, sorry to hear that. And in this dream, he had got, you know, another wife, and she was pregnant, and she was getting ready to have the baby, and I think she had the baby. And when I went there, you know, I went to actually go see the baby, and, and I realized, that I was actually in that dimension, whatever realm that he's on now, mm-hmm. he was actually, and I said, boy, he sure didn't waste any time. <laughs> you know, yeah. why she, you know, and, and so that's how I begin to really open up and in the conscious, consciously, because I can go into other dimensions consciously now, where I've been doing it all along in dream time. Yeah. Good I've been stuff. doing this all along in dream time, going into other dimensions, right. astral traveling, doing a lot of my healing. I do a lot of healing work in dream time. Good. Excellent. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's my playground. Yeah. 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 When you get to the point where you can do it consciously, you've got it going on. It took me 19, 20 years to get to that point. 
and and that was with mm-hmm. almost daily practice. Mhm. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I it's just, been. I just made a, I just made a decision to just do it. I said, well, you know what? I want to go here, but I, I want to go there. But I've been mm-hmm. doing it all the time in dream time. Right. Going to other countries and you know going and visiting. Um, you know, places that, that I was destined to go to that I hadn't gone to physically yet. Right. So I do it. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Thank it's you It's a so great much. skill. You're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. It's been a pleasure having a chance to chat with you. Okay. And I'm sure I'll talk to you Good again. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You're I appreciate so it. You're so welcome. You take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, Avatar. All right, everybody. That's our show for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the information that came through. If you would like to send a dream, go to the website, spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. You can submit a dream ahead of time or a question or a single symbol. I'm also available for private consultation. If you are shy about coming on the air to ask a question, you can visit the products and services, choose the option that is right for you. And I hope to speak to many of you on Saturday. So don't forget, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 3 o'clock, right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you're listening in through iTunes or YouTube, you want to visit blogtalkradio.com slash Charlotte Spicer, or you can go to Google and type in Charlotte Spicer, and that will take you anywhere you need to go to find me and get in touch with me. Again, um, thanks to all the people from dreammoods.com. I'm having a lot of fun playing with your dreams and hoping to shed light on some areas of your life for you and hope you continue to tune in. Until next time, everyone, God bless and be at peace.